Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Spartan Spartan Dog Podcast. My name is P.I.J. Menigo. I'm here with West Coast Rel. Yes, sir. And a few guests we got here. A few new guests we got here on the show. We got my boy 2-Clutch, a.k.a. Dana Russell. Yes, um, sir. And then we got Devin Armstrong, my boy from high school throwback, a diehard Spartan. We got a lot of, we got a mix here. Yes, so, sir. So go on, introduce yourself, say what's up, let the people know what you guys are about. What's going on, us? Your boy West Coast Rail back at it again with my boy Manny Go. Got my guys uh, Dana and Devin here. So y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves. First time on a podcast. This is Dana, man. I'm excited. I've been watching Michigan State from the sideline. I don't really have a dog in the fight in the whole college okay. football game, but overall, man, I've been having my eye on these Spartan dogs for a minute. Hey, hey, what's going on, people? Devin here. So been diehard Michigan State fan for probably about 20 years now. Uh, been wanting to talk about, don't feel like they really have a voice. So that's what I'm here to give them. Here to help my right. boys give them a voice. Hey, man, right. we, need, we need that right now, too. Yes, yes sir. With us turning the page in our career. And we're, we, we talked about that a lot. You know, us turning the page from D'Antonio until now. So mm-hmm. I don't want to beat a dead horse. But I think Spartan fans understand the dynamic of change. And we're going to get into that right now. Let's just roll right into it. So... On this show, we're not going to break down the Youngstown State game right now because I think we all understand what that game was. No offense to Youngstown State. Respect Jim Trussell, what he's, you know, what he's done for them and everything like that. Yep. But I think we understand what the Youngstown State game was. So yes. we're going to kind of combine the two. So we're going to talk about Northwestern, Youngstown State, and what we expect next week from you know the Miami game because that's a, that's a tricky game. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mixed reviews about it. We all feel differently, you know? So – from the Northwestern game and Youngstown State, kind of package that deal. How do you feel? How do you guys feel from Devin? We'll go with the Spartan fans first, and then we'll get to Dana about his later. But um, from the Spartan fans, how do you guys feel Michigan State did against Northwestern and Youngstown State combined? That's like a total package. What, do you, what did you overall get from – let's start with the offense. What did you overall get from that? Um, for me, the offense, I, w- I wanted to see how the offense looked from last year for with us only winning two games i wanted to see the explosiveness of this new offense mm-hmm. you know we just had we had an actual camp i think that's right. what helped us well we actually had an off season that allowed us to get you know people in the right you know s- spots and whatnot you know everybody was able to understand the offense as what it is but now seeing it plus it's new every there was so many new players that were added to this team from last year. That's what I wanted to see. Those guys gel. What were those guys going to bring? What was uh, Kenneth Walker going to bring to the table? What was the the people that we added on defense, cornerbacks that were going to, you know, start on this team? What were they going to look like? So seeing the offense now, Kenneth Walker against Northwestern, first player of the game, 75 yards to the house. I now know Michigan State now has a running game. That's what I took away from it. Right, right. And so for me, like, yeah, I was really big on advertising Kenneth Walker. I felt like not like not like it was a like a, a like a for sure thing, but it was something that a lot of people were kind of like, we we get he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. For me, what kind of really kind of switched the game with a lot of people is probably noticing now is our offensive line yep. and the way our offensive scheme is. Like me, I'm all about schematics. I feel like if your mm-hmm. scheme isn't there, your team isn't there. Like it doesn't matter really who you have. If, you're, if your playing game plan sucks, your team sucks. Like look at Michigan. Like they had Donovan Peoples-Jones. They have elite players, 
their scheme isn't that good. Yep. So it doesn't really matter who you have. It matters what you do. And I think our scheme is better. Like my, my roommate, Dana, the one who's on the podcast right now, 2 clutch shout out. He kind of called it out today. I'll give him credit. The first play of the game, I think Youngstown State expected us to run Kenneth Walker. Yep. Instead, we threw a flea flicker, fake to Kenneth, threw a deep pass. You know, that's just something that I think would be di- is different for Michigan State. It's the small details, the 1% things that I think that, you know, we hear Mel Tucker say. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're kind of like, you know, great quote, but, you know, whatever. But he's actually, I really see that in the game. You know, you admire it the more you see it. So for me, mm-hmm. it's our offensive line. It's the game plan. It's how we go about every little thing we do, you know. It's how we, you know, we're very cerebral, it seems like now. So, Devin, my question for you is, what do you, what do you see at Michigan State? You know, as a fan, as someone who's been a fan, like, for so long, what do you see at Michigan State, you know, especially based off the past, what you've seen from the D'Antonio era till now, what is your excitement? What do you think is, you know, good for the future and good now? What do you think? Getting vibes from the 2013 and 2015 Big Ten championship teams. Uh-oh. We can run the ball. Mm-hmm. We're creating holes that are about as big as the Grand Canyon for our running backs to run through. That's got mm-hmm. me super excited that we're moving the ball. We're not we're not necessarily like out-talenting people like we had to for the last couple of years to win games. We're beating people based on the fundamentals. That is mm-hmm. the biggest mm-hmm. thing. And also another big thing, too, we're not turning the ball over. Oh my not, God, that's right. We are not turning the ball over like we have the last couple seasons. That has been crucial in these uh, these last two games that have uh, kept our defense fresh. Biggest thing you can do for them, keep them yeah. off the field. Right, right. But, yeah, that's. So, I, I mean, that's basically what I'm getting out of this. So one question I ask, and another, I'm going to give Dana credit again, and I want to ask the Spartan fans this because this is a great question for you guys. But And, Dana, I'll let you kind of say something about this here in a second. So, I'll give him credit. I was big on Anthony Russo. I think, West Coast Row, you know I was big on Russo. I think you remember I talked to you about it. So, Dana actually called that Peyton Thorne would be the starter. He was like, I don't see Russo starting. I don't. I just don't see it. He, don't, he doesn't have the it factor, the turnovers. I just don't see him starting for you guys. I see Peyton Thorne as, as the guy. Huh? As Spartan fans, like, and then I'll ask Dana about, like, really what made him click for him. But, like, as Spartan fans, are you guys shocked that Russo didn't get the starting job? Uh, for me, yes. And now, no. How about that? <laughs> kind of <laughs> proved to me. Uh, because um, one of the things that I heard that uh, Coach Tucker uh, alluded to was that the winner of this was just Peyton Thorne. The reason why he got the starting job is because of uh, ball security. Right. And as we've seen it at today's game, Russo got in the game, uh, did a, a fake handoff, basically a, a, a read option play. He kept the ball. He was at the five-yard line, got hit, fumbled the ball, turnover. And I was like, okay, that's what they mean by that. Okay, I, so I see why Peyton Thorne is the starter, and I'm okay with it now. Right. So, you know, that's that's one of the reasons why. I mean, I was just shocked that he didn't get the start because he transferred there, and this is his last season. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. In my opinion, you don't go after a guy. You know, like that, and not start them because that kind of hinders you getting other, you know, potential transfers in the future because they don't necessarily know if they're going to start or not. Very true. So, right. So I hope that I hope that that doesn't bite them in the ass. But and that's I, listen, I'm okay. And I'm going to ask you about that in a second. And then Devin, I'm going to ask you. But Dana, for you, like you called it right. Like I, I said that earlier. Two dash clutch called it. 
So like, what for you? Like, cause you caught it right. What was your undisputed thing when you saw the tape? Like, you know, I had the I had the whole tape on every time in the living room and stuff. Like, you live with me. You saw the footage and everything. What mm. for you made you call it straight? Cause you know I was big on Russo. I was like, Russo's gonna be the guy, bro. I'm scared. What made you understand, like, bro, he's not the guy? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what was for you, like, the undisputed, like, he's not it? The number one for sure was just, like, third downs or, like, any play that could have went 50-50. I always just – Russo just didn't seem like he had that – I don't want to say it factor, but just I, – I don't want to put it just on arm strength or accuracy, but just overall the whole package just on third downs. I got back. I didn't feel safe. Like, whereas Thorne – even though he's young, even though I expect he's going to mess up, I kind of feel safe. Like, even though it's not my team, I'm like, oh, this dude's going to, he's going to make a decision that's going to be good. Like, whereas Russo, I, I didn't have that in my thought process at all. I was always like, well, I hope the rest of the team carries him on this third down rather than will he make the throw or will he make the decision? So overall, that was really the, the number one thing. I was just like, yeah, I don't see Russo as that guy that you trust on third down dropping back. I just, I, I never saw it on his other highlights outside of Michigan State or even what I saw in camp, I just it, personally I just never saw it. And I mean, West Coast Rally, like you pretty much said that was true, right? Like I, I'm I was kinda I'm iffy on the whole like Russo losing his job story. I don't know if you know Devin either. I wanna know how you feel about it, Devin. First of all, let me ask you Devin, what was your thought on Russo? Were you looking into that whole situation much or were you just kinda like whoever gets it gets it? What was your thoughts on that? To be honest, I didn't even know who Anthony Russo was until close to the starting of the season. I was uh, full all in on Peyton Thorne after the Penn State game last year. After exactly the way he played in the first on. half. And uh, actually, the guy that I wanted to take the job originally was Theo Day. I don't know what happened to Theo Day. Who knows where he he's wasn't, at? Or he wasn't there. He, yeah, he that was my route. Um, I liked his measurables and kind of the way he stood up in the pocket, but uh, I mean, I guess he wasn't it for Mel Tucker. But I knew once uh, they took Rocky out and put uh, Peyton in for the uh, Penn State game, the way he played in that game, I'm like, oh, Peyton's getting the job next year. I don't care who comes in. Peyton's getting it. Regardless, I knew he was going to be the starter. And I'd been, I would have been completely surprised had it been somebody else after that. But right. yeah, I knew, I knew Peyton was the guy. So what yep. do you think was the reason? I mean, I know they said competition. Like, I and we'll we'll roll out the, the whole Peyton Thorne. Anthony Russo conversation after this. I'm just curious because we haven't, people haven't really talked about it that much. You kind of just got rolled over. You know what I mean? Like, that's a kind of a big deal. Like you said, Rel, like he's a senior. Like, he's supposed to go to the NFL next year. Like, this is kind yep. of to be his proving year. So, like, Devin, for you, were you surprised that he kind of came as a senior and didn't win the job? Like, what go, what's next for him? Like, were you kind of just like, you said you didn't really know him, but like, when he found out who he was, did you, were you, were you impressed with this tape or were you just kind of like, eh? To me, it just comes down to who's got the better fundamentals, regardless of the experience. Some people just have it at a younger age versus older people, you know, like it, it comes down to the ball security, decision making, you know, how are they how are they placing the ball? Are they placing the ball? So a couple of things I've learned since I've gotten older with football is the way the quarterbacks are placing the ball. Are they putting their receivers or running backs in harm's way? Are they putting it out there? For just the receiver to get the ball, you know, the ball security, not with just themselves, but how they're placing it for their uh, teammates to get it. And I right. think Peyton just had it. I just seen that in the Penn State game. I, I He just really wasn't putting the ball in any type of harm or any, you know, anything to do with that. I thought he was just doing an excellent job. And I just knew from that point, I'm like, you know what, regardless of who he gets, unless Mel Tucker gets some kind of five-star recruit, Peyton Thorne's going to be the guy. No, I agree. I was big on Thorne. I was, I was big. Yeah. I just, for me, 
I just thought Russo's. I'm I'm just so used to the D'Antonio stuff. It still kind of trickles on me. Where I was used to Russo, you know, experience winning. Yeah. But you know, as we saw, that's not the case. So rolling over to our new conversation, and this one's going to be kind of tricky because, again, Dana is actually kind of on the Miami side of it, oh, a little yeah. bit. He's not like oh, a thousand yeah. percent on Miami, but he's kind of on that side. I let him kind of speak on that, but like, yeah. but I, obviously we're Spartans. Yep. So Dana. What do you, like, obviously Miami's, I don't think really anyone really knows who Miami is. Even analysts don't really know who Miami right. is. Miami is kind of just Miami. So, like, what do you think, based off, I guess, what you know about Michigan State is going to be the factor for Miami? I don't really know what's the, you know, what's the key to stopping Miami besides De'Aaron King. Mm-hmm. But, like, what right. do you guys, I guess I'll start with, actually, let me start with with Rel. Rel, what do you think is the key to stopping Miami? Then I'll go with Dana, and then I'll go with Devin. Um, the kid stopping Miami is to actually watch Alabama's tape, try to do what they did. It's going to be no. very hard for us to do that, but I'm just right. saying if we can, if we can contain De'Aaron King and stop the run, we can beat Miami. There's a flip side to that coin. I don't think Miami's going to be able to stop us running the football. What I've seen so far is, and I know Dana had a question about that. What have you know? What have we seen from Michigan State so far? I've seen that they can run the football and, and yep. so well that I believe it's against anybody. I don't care who is in front of us. If we can just focus on the man in front of us, put a hat on a head, and it's it's a wrap. I believe if we can run the football, that can run. That can. It don't matter what the weather condition is either. We got to factor that stuff in too. So if it's raining, we can still run the football. I think we have explosive players in the backfield with Jordan Simmons and Kenneth Walker. I just think that there's no way, no way, no way someone should stop us unless it's Alabama. That's all I can say. Unless it's Alabama, no one else should be able to stop us from running the football. Even Ohio State? Even Ohio State. They just they just took it out at home. I'm 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 gonna be real with I don't they listen, I see a God can bleed. That's all I all they had to do is take an L. A guy can bleed. I know that now. I know that. Please, I'm I'm running right up the gut. Kenneth Walker is gonna do. He's Barry Sanders to me in my eyes. I don't know who the hell Kenneth Walker is. He should be making all the money at East Lansing. So I'm just letting him know now. As soon as he touched the ball, it's like it's must see TV. I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. A guy can bleed. I'm just saying. Once you once you've seen that, it's it's over. I I don't listen. I don't think that Michigan Michigan should not be so confident just because Ohio State has lost the game, but exactly. Michigan State. I don't State, know why they would be. <laughs> because, I, I mean, it, it, I mean, they couldn't be. There's a slimmer of hope. There's a slimmer of hope for Michigan if they could find a way. And yeah. they could, it's a, it'll be a mirage. Don't that, get me started on Michigan. Don't get me started on Michigan. I don't know. You know what? I won't because this is Michigan State <laughs> show. We don't, we don't promote, we don't promote bad things. We're not going to advertise. <laughs> exactly. We're not gonna do that, but we'll talk. Look, when that when that week comes, trust me, I got a full package for you guys about Michigan. I'll tell you a full story about them. But right now, Miami, I just feel like you know, maybe I'm just scared. You know, maybe I'm just worried. I don't know. Don't be. Don't be. Well, I, you know, well, you know, rel, I am. Like you know, the Antonio stench hasn't quite worn off yet. So I, I get you. I get it. I'm just, you know, once we beat Miami, I'll be open this. I'm, I'm open season. I'm ready to see the whole rest of the year. I'm just a little okay. scared. Northwestern was a great test. I don't care about Western, about, you know, Northwest, about Youngstown State, my fault. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about Youngstown State. And I don't care about Western Kentucky. I care about 
Miami, and then whoever we play first in the Big Ten. An actual opening Big Ten year. You know what I mean? Not first game of the year, but when everyone kind of has their feet wet and everyone knows who they are, I care about that. Indiana's mm-hmm. the opponent after Western Kentucky. What about Nebraska should be after Miami, though? Oh, no, you're correct. I'm sorry. So we That's have right. Nebraska. At Nebraska and then uh, Western Kentucky and then Indiana. Right. Yeah. Got you. I'm not too worried about Nebraska, but, you know, again, we're still Michigan State. I don't think any game is a gimme right now. I got to see more. You know, I'm not in the Connor Cook stage where I could, like, watch a game and be like, I know we're going to be okay at the end, you know? Oh, I know the Connor Cook days, man. Yeah, those were we – were, we were privileged. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know, we got to stress a little bit. And that's, that's all right. Like, that's cool. But, all right, so – Miami, do you guys – so, Dana, you said do you think Michigan State's going to lose the game or do you think it's just going to be a game where Michigan State's going to have to really focus – I mean, like, not – I mean, like, really, really focus on their goals and do it right or do you think it's a game to where it's kind of a 50-50 split? Like, do you think it's a closer matchup or do you think it's Miami's favored and Michigan State's going to have to play a lot better than what they have? Like, what do you think – what way do you think the game's going to have to go? Personally, I truly do think that you guys on field-wise, like game planning and just overall talent-wise, I think you you guys do have the leg up. But the main thing that I had, just the biggest question and why I still question if you guys can overall win is just, I mean, this is a team that has as much to prove as you guys. Like Miami has to win this game. If they don't win this game, basically the rest of their season is kind of screwed off. So as much as you guys want to prove that you guys are the big dogs in the Big Ten or you're back to contending with everybody that you want to contend with, Mm-hmm. Miami can't lose this game like they cannot. So this is my first time of I'm like, OK, well, Northwestern is Northwestern. They might not have got up for week one. Youngstown State is Youngstown State. <laughs> this game mm-hmm. is for sure like they're going to get up. It's they're going to be up as much as you guys are. I do think you guys have the, the advantage on field, but I just haven't seen yet just because it's a new head coach, new players, a lot of transfers, everything like is are you guys for sure going to get up? when it's it counts you guys need to and the other team is for sure going to be up too like is it can you meet that intensity and that's that's why i'm kind of like i do lean towards miami a little bit but like i said in the beginning i do think you guys do have the advantage like like rail said earlier with the with the running game and stuff like that like there's no way you can discount that and overall like i think you guys have the advantage but just with a new head coach new transfers all that new freshman or not freshman quarterback but first time starting quarterback the full season it's just i i, I just don't know if i can fully Penn, Michigan State is going to get up for this Miami game yet. And that's why I'm kind of questioning it. And then I, then I had a question for you. What does Miami do well? What is their thing to do offensively? Or offensively? Yeah. I just think overall, I think that they can control the, not like control the line of scrimmage on the run game, but I do think they can uh, hold the pass game. I, I, I don't want to discredit Michigan State because I haven't watched as much as you guys, but I just, just from what I've seen, I haven't seen a straight up just a a four down lineman straight pass rush that you guys like it just made me think like okay this is going to pressure De'Aaron King like I think De'Aaron King with mm-hmm. not having too much I pressure agree. in face is going to be able to control the game I think that's what it's going to come down to when when all the pressures added in and all the intensities added in I think that when it comes down to De'Aaron King being there and not having to face too much pressure I think he's going to be able to manage the game well enough that Overall, everything out of there in Michigan State might, I don't want to say Wilt's under the pressure, but that might be the best way to put it. Hmm. Okay. I do agree that our pass rush, we do need to get, and this might be a breakout game to prove like we can get to the quarterback, but we do need to get to Kadiaran King. Like if we can't get rushed on him, like not that corny, you know, 
we just can't find a receiver. We have to get to De'Aaron King. I do agree with that. Like we need to get through the line. And I, I, I don't know. It's hard to judge right now. It's really hard to tell if Miami's bad or exactly. if it's just Bama or if Michigan State's good or if that's just Youngstown State. So it's really hard to judge it. True. But we gotta um, see. Like Slade's gotta get healthy, which he never is. But like we, we need our guys to get healthy. Well, no, no one's really hurt. But you know, I just mm-hmm. want to see us play our full focus, which we might. We might open up open up the cage you know we, we might not have been really bursting out these last few weeks we might have been like look let's keep our playbook small just keep the mm-hmm. fundamentals and then let's burst out on miami who knows what we're saving for miami i feel like there's a big bang waiting to happen there is no but i think we survived enough to where we played off a limited playbook to where kenneth walker was the focus like let's miss let's make kenneth our guy and if kenneth doesn't work we'll open our playbook up but if kenneth works we don't need to you know like true and they but, showed that's yeah. yeah. So, Devin, like, do you have Michigan State winning against Miami at two? Or do you have it being kind of like, are you, like, in the middle on it? I am a little concerned. But I think after kind of looking at Miami's past schedule, looking at who they played, I guess the biggest thing we need to look at is how much has their team changed the last year or two. Their team mm-hmm. hasn't changed much. Based on their 2019 schedule, if their team hasn't changed that much since then, it seems that Miami struggles anytime they have some actual competition, mm-hmm. because they started out. They started out. I think it was three and zero or four and zero, and then after that, they faced three ACC opponents and lost to all of them. Took three straight losses. Mm-hmm. Going based upon going based upon that, and because um, they only played four games in twenty twenty, so we'll just kind of chalk that season. Yeah, but. Right. but Going right. back to their 2019, yeah, they took three straight losses to uh, let's see, UNC, Virginia Tech, and Florida State. So it seems to me, whenever they have just a little bit of competition, they might struggle. And considering we can run the ball pretty well, we're not turning the ball over on offense, I, I think we'll be okay. I think Peyton might make his first real mistake in this game, but I don't think it's going to come at a time where it's going to cost us heavily. There I look for him to throw maybe – interception or maybe fumble the ball in the second quarter i think maybe on like our second drive of the second quarter i think he might do that might give miami a little bit of momentum but i'm not sure that they're going to cash it in with uh six unless it is on our side of the field there you go but other than that i think we'll be okay i think we'll be fine all right so pretty much pretty much we got three confident and then dana obviously he's kind of like i need this is the game where you guys can prove something to me right am i wrong Exactly, though. Exactly. I just want to see you guys get up and show that you can prove it in this type of situation. Other than that, though, I think you guys on on paper definitely. I, I go for you guys. Now, I say it like this: if once it once the spread comes out, because you know that's what I'm gonna look for. And if we're underdogs versus Miami, I can guarantee you, Michigan State will beat them. I don't care what happens. I know. I know that when we're underdogs, it's just something different about it. You know, I just we come in with. I just feel like it's just different. I just, I just don't. I don't believe in Miami like that. Um, Neither do I. They're not the same. I just think. I just think it's all prestige. I mean, I think the U is just what it used to be. You know, so it's just you know. (laughs) That was good. I mean. They just still they still throwing up the U from from Ray Lewis days. I mean, it's what it is. But you know, Ray Lewis ain't on the ain't on the field no more. So <laughs> I don't fear. I don't fear nobody. I don't fear nobody. Nobody on that defense. Somebody who I fear. Ray Lewis is not coming back. Air Reed is not coming back. I can go on and on about the Miami players who used to be there. But I'm just saying, Vince like, Wilfork was on that team too. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, a whole bunch of, yeah, like they were they were stacked. Edwin James. Man, they had the rock on the bench. You know how good they are. They had the rock on the bench. <laughs> he said they had the rock on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so ain't none of them players coming back. So I'm just saying we can run the ball on them. It's over. I don't care. Like you saying, Payne throwing not throwing interceptions and being a game manager. And I wanted to get y'all thoughts on that. Do you like that term to be no. a game manager? Not I mean, because Thorn, I don't. Hell why? no. When we run the ball, he doesn't need to be excellent. He just needs to be – just don't turn the ball over. And but, just... bro, we all know what Payne Thorne can be, bro. I just think I, – I think he'll be what he is, though. I don't think we need to force it, though. I think he'll be what he is through Kenneth Walker. So, I think, yes. like, you know, the yeah, run yeah. game will be what it is and the play action, the open – like it. like we saw today, the play action. Yeah. Payne Thorne will be who he is through him. I guess he has to be a game manager. But I think Peyton Thorne is an X factor, bro. Like, he can run the football really well. He's a smart kid. Like mm-hmm. I think he's really, really good. Like you, I don't even begin to. You know how I feel about Peyton Thorne, but yeah, I know. I just think he's an X factor quarterback. I think he's he's he might be our best quarterback since Connor Cook, and I think he might be better than Connor Cook. Ooh, that is saying a lot, brother. I need to see a lot more passes. <laughs> Let's wait till but, after the Miami game before we yeah. make that uh, before we Cook make that was, judgment call. Well, well, Cook was blessed with a lot. We won't get into that right now, but Ooh, yes, absolutely, he was. Cook was the best. Yeah, he was be- the best quarterback in Michigan State history, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that one day later. Trust trust me, we'll we'll chop we'll argue that one up, and we'll talk about mm-hmm. Tom Izzo because I know how you we feel about basketball. We'll talk that one up. Oh man. Yeah, definitely need to talk about that one. But to roll us out for the future, and I'm going to give us some optimistic opinions here. I'll let Dana talk about us, like what he thinks Michigan State will be at the end of the year. Now, some of you guys might get pissed off because, like, we've had heated arguments in our living room about this. I don't know if Dana's going to remix his opinion, you know, now that he's seen us. (laughs) But we've had some heated arguments. But I'll let that drop, bomb drop. I don't know what he's going to think. I don't know if he's changed his opinion after, you know, the last two weeks. So we'll see. But Devin and Rel, I'll ask, you know, the Spartan fans first. You know, we're going to say some good stuff, you know. So what mm-hmm. do you think? Like, obviously, we're not going to say we're going to be terrible. So what do you think we're going to be at the end of the year? Do you think we're going to be, like, surprisingly good or just, like, for Michigan State standards, good? Like, you know what I mean? Like, better than 3-9, and nine, like, you know, like, you guys are on the turn. Or do you think we're going to be like, whoa, this team is surprising? Like, holy holy cow, they, they won a lot of games. What I'm, do you think it, we're going to be? It's gonna be the holy cow. They they might be Big Ten champions. I mean, that is that is where we're hmm. trending towards. If we can beat Miami, now it's now we're just okay. Now we can talk a little bit of smack. I know we're gonna beat Michigan. I mean, let's just look at the schedule, shall we? To Kentucky, that's another another W. Come on, we have best, which is another W. Indiana is a maybe. A big maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, after that, it's Michigan. That's a dub. I'm not even That's a dub. About them. Yeah. Uh, who else we got after that? We got Ohio State, which is a maybe. A loss. Maybe. <laughs> we got to do it. We, maybe. I've never. I'm, listen, loss, there's, no, there's no guarantee Rell. losses. There's Come on, no Rell. guarantee L's. Yeah, hey, I like that. Hey, I listen. If, if if Williams is at the quarterback, it is an L. You're right. But <laughs> the Kimbrough is on right. there now. So. Maybe. Hey, we'll talk about that as a maybe, but I think we if, all know in our hearts. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if we can run the football, <laughs> this is all I can say. If we can run the football, I don't see no one else just blowing our doors off. I mean, there shouldn't be no more blowouts. I don't. Think we shouldn't lose. Like, You're right. You're right. But I think I think you know at least at least because if we beat Ohio State, then who's gonna beat us, bro? <laughs> No one. I'm. I, we can go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
undefeated. <laughs> we can go undefeated if we want to. I mean, come on. Now. I mean, listen. I, I, no, I, I won't yeah, say it I like that. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. But we have I, also Rutgers. We have to play, which should be a revenge game. That's the, that's going to be a test for 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 me. Yeah. Because I didn't I didn't like when we lost to Rutgers last year. So, or yeah, last year we definitely we, we last year is a throwaway, but. Still, Rutgers is being better. They're being built up better. They they did like in that game if we're legit. If we're legit, you're right. But I think there's gonna be a close game. There's gonna be some close games in between that we have to worry about. But as you know, like I said, as long as Kenneth Walker stays healthy, well, he don't even have to stay healthy. We still have depth. I, we haven't even touched on the depth that we have on some running okay, back, O line. So pretty much you think we're the cream of the crop right now. So pretty much you think the world is our oyster, right? Basically. Basically with, with uh people getting injured and, and Ohio State losing that game, yeah, I do. I think, think it opens up. We better be. Now that's interesting. I mean, now I'll get back to you one day about that one. Now, Devin, how about you, bro? How are you thinking about our future? Depends on how this Miami game goes. If we win yep. this Miami game now, the I same like way we beat Northwestern and Youngstown mm-hmm. State, then I think it it it's not even the sky. I'm gonna say space. Space is the now, limit for us, pretty now, much. Hold up, y'all. Now, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that it's it's you know I'm not gonna guarantee that we're gonna go you know all the way beat Ohio State, beat Penn State, you know, beat these top dogs, Indiana. Um, we're not even gonna mention the team in Ann Arbor, but um, yeah, no, no, we um, nope. but I just if we beat them, if we beat Miami. In the same way we've won these last two games, not necessarily like, you know, the same type of score spread, but if right. the same way we've been clinically just running the ball, mm-hmm. fundamentals have been on top of everything. I I feel like, you know, if we can show that consistency through three games, why can't we do it for the rest of the season? Exactly. It hasn't been up and down. It's been right. consistent the last two games. And if we mm-hmm. can go on the road against a tough ACC opponent, out of conference opponent, this is that's another thing I want to touch on real quick. And what right. I've been calling for for so many years, probably at least 10 years now. I've wanted to see the Big Ten as a whole start playing a lot more tougher opponents that are out of conference. I don't mm. want to see too many more Western Kentuckys, some uh, uh, Youngstown States. I don't mind having one of those games, uh-huh. you know, a year for everybody to kind of test the waters and see what they can do and what they can't do. But I want to see more Miamis. I want to see – give us an opponent from the SEC like a, like a Florida or something or um, – uh, SEC that's not quite at like at the top dog like Alabama and Georgia are right now. But right. Somebody that's a little more dialed back to see what we can handle. Give us give me, somebody give, like that. Give me Kentucky. Yeah, g- give us somebody like that. But you know, right, overall, I think once we uh, once we get through this Miami game, if we win it the way we've won these last two games, I think we can probably. I'd say, I'd say at least at the very least, we'll win nine games if we get through Miami. That's fair. Now here, now y'all, here's the real one. Here's the real question. Now here's the real villain of the night, Uh-oh. Dana. <laughs> now, who, now, what, now, what's your opinion on Michigan State? Has anything changed? What's your now? What's your win spread for us this year? What do you think we're gonna be? Now, I'll be honest. Before the season, before I saw these first two <laughs> games, six and four was like my pie in the sky for you guys. Maybe seven and three. I'll, I'll say that's definitely just more reasonable now. But sure. overall. My main thing, I still say six and four is about where I put you guys at, like with a big question of Indiana, OSU, Penn State, and then a wild card early season. Like, I just don't see you guys running the table until Indiana. Like, it's just – that's a big thing to say that you guys are going to go undefeated until Indiana. That, that's a hard – yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that's a some, big stretch. 
So something could pop up along those lines, and then those other three teams are teams that it's just hard to beat no matter what year it is. So sure. either way. But, I mean, I did like what Rail said earlier about how, like, I, I, I truly think that, like, from what I've seen so far, it's the first time in the couple, last couple of years I've been like, well, I really don't see MSU being ran off the field. So they should be able to play with, like, you know, it's one thing to say you could play with OSU, but, like, I truly, like, I haven't seen enough that says you guys can be ran off the field. So why can't you at least stick around with those three teams that I'm missing that you should probably will lose to? Like, so I, I'll, I'll give you that a little bit. That's kind of changing mm-hmm. a little bit. But overall, though, I mean, if you guys can show that you can not be ran off the field, that's the biggest thing. Like, you guys, that mm-hmm. you can show that, yeah. show recruits that you're not getting ran off the field, show that you guys aren't what Michigan State was being made out to be the last couple of years in the media. That's all that really matters, and that's going to build the, the, the long term. So, overall, that's why I'm kind of like, I, I believe in that a lot more than I did before. Like, I think you guys have shown enough that you're not scrubs, and it should work out, and it should bring in some recruits, and then what happens from there happens from there, but this year though like yeah, yeah nine nine wins all that like i i only say nine wins because the wild cards i put up there are indiana ohio state and penn state but i think everybody else if we're able to run the ball how we have this last mm-hmm. two, these last two games so, i think let we me can just help them. you guys out right now i like that let's though. just I, cross I off ohio state and penn state i don't know i can't do that yet though penn state, let's say let's say I mean, they're the, literally the last two games of the season. That's so, I mean, we're not even worried about them until November. Exactly. That's, that's hey, true. That's, that's true. I'm, guys, you got to understand. Like, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just worried, okay? I'm just trying to make sure we understand there's a long season. I give you guys credit for the optimism. And I know a lot of Spartan fans are optimistic. Mm-hmm. I give you guys credit for it. So, this leads me to my, our rollout, you know, for the next show. I appreciate, first of all, before we roll out, I appreciate the listeners all over the world. It's been a minute since we've been on. I apologize. But I appreciate the listeners from all over the world. And I appreciate Devin and Dana wanting to be on the show and talk to us about it. I know a lot of time out of your day. But I appreciate you guys listening. And I appreciate the people on the show. But to roll us out, um, you know, is there anything, you know, well, that you want to say for the year? Anything extra? Anything else? Or is there, you know, anything with the mind? Any other X factors? Because I don't really got anything else about the game. I'm just kind of like, wait and see. But is there any other, like, Easter eggs? Anything I, else? All I got to say, uh, I got one question, and this is like a quick thing. It's just like, um, <clears throat> can, can it, each of y'all just tell me what, what player stands out to y'all the most this season so far? So far on the Michigan State team, like, give me, give me somebody that's just like, you. Or just give me an X factor that you like, hey, this person is like a sleeper type guy. Cause you know, we could say Connor Hayward is the is the sleeper X factors type stuff, but you know, give me somebody who I just, you know, don't know. Give me give me somebody that, you know, the smart fans need to look out for. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily me? somebody to look out for, but yeah. uh today's game they made a switch at center. And really? blocking got a little bit better. They went with the backup. They took Brian Allen out, or Matt Allen, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, they replaced, I can't remember what the guy's name was that they Buter? replaced him with. And was then it they put Yep. And they put him in, and the blocking got just a little bit better. Like, it wasn't horrible, but I just started noticing it got a little, the run blocking, e, the pass blocking stayed about the same, but the run blocking got a little bit better. Hmm. Okay, so, that was a good catch. I, wanna, I didn't even catch I wanna, it. I, yeah, I, I heard him say they made a switch for center, and I was like, huh. What's gonna happen with this? I think running blocking got just a tiny bit better, so I don't know. That could that could be something later on down the road. Got it. 
my guy slash guys, now I'm not going to be a little cheap, is Jeff Piotrowski. Piotrowski I, I, my bad if I messed his name up, Jeff. And then the other guy is Kyle Halliday. Those are two guys oh, yeah. who you know I had on my watch list early. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I yeah. spoke to you about them earlier. But like, those are two guys who I was like, you know, Kyle Halliday is really surprising me. I'll say him as my one. Kyle's just bursting through the line. Like, he's lighting up offensive linemen. Yeah. Being a distraction and, like, being a factor, you know, like, being a distraction, I think, is more so more important than being a factor sometimes because being a distraction, like, you can disrupt the play and help everyone else get there. And, like, he's being a distraction. Like, if he can't be in the play, he's distracting the play to where everyone else has to kick, can get in the play. And, like, Cal is just, man, I did not expect him. The fact that he took the starting linebacker role, middle linebacker, like, that's quarterback of the defense. Like, that's the yep. Peyton Thorne on the defense. Like, he took mm-hmm. the starting linebacking spot in the middle for our defense. Like, that's a big deal. But for me, it's got to be Kyle Halliday. You know, he surprised me every every game. And Miami, once again, Miami is going to be a game where I'm going to see who he is, like who everybody really is, because that's where we're going to get the best. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm, I like Cal Holiday. He's got to be my guy right now. Okay. And then uh, with me, I, I really can't go with the guy, but overall, like Michigan State, the mindset is really uh, stuck out to me. It seems like they are very uh, self-aware of where they are in their process and just what other people are reading on them and just it seems like they're ahead of the eight ball and not just responding to how people respond to them they have a plan on okay we have a lot of transfers how will people respond to that or we have a a, a unexperienced quarterback how people how will they respond to that overall i feel like michigan state has a plan for what Mm -hmm. other people are planning for them and that's really caught me off guard sir tough coming yep what about you well um well my well my x factor is the blocking from every position, even wide receivers are blocking downfield. I think that that's a different mentality than what I've seen from, from those guys in Reed and Naylor is they're blocking. I, I watch, I watch this now they're blocking downfield, which is helps because you don't know where Kenneth, Kenneth Walker is going to end up. Like he could, the, he could start one way, but then he can cut it back. And now it's, you and the cornerback that that's you know can make the tackle and you have to block and that's what I've been seeing is just everybody everybody has bought into blocking, mm-hmm. which is freaking contagious. Yep. Means a lot. Right. And if everybody can buy into that, no matter who's on the field, you are you are somebody to you know to deal with. You know you you are a problem. And we can continue just that mindset, especially in this Miami game, because I do think that we have a real shot at beating Miami. I do think we're going to get up for this game because I think that those questions that everybody's going to wonder because Northwestern isn't that good. Youngstown State is not that good. Mm-hmm. So Miami is better than the both of them. Even though Miami's not that good, in my opinion, they're no, still they're better, than, they're better than Northwestern and Youngstown State. Right. So with that being said, Miami will be our first real, real test. So I think a lot of the questions that we have still will have to be answered in that game. And I think that Coach Tucker will understand that and then get his guys up for that challenge right but we'll definitely see that next saturday it's go time 12 o'clock yeah we're gonna roll this show out we um you know we we covered a lot of ground again i appreciate my guy dana and Devin, the two d's getting on the show and talking giving their opinions whether it was for or against i appreciate Appreciate y'all we're gonna definitely talk more have more fans on and get more information out here. We're going to try to be more consistent, getting you guys more information and more shows out there. We appreciate the listeners that tune in and take that time out to listen to us. Um, 
you guys have a great rest of the week. I know it's Saturday. We would be posted this, but you know, have a great rest of the week. Have a blessed week. Get some stuff done. Y'all know what it is. Yes, sir. Dang, go green, go white. Go green, go white. All right, y'all have a good All one. Right. Peace. Peace.